episode 19 of the Legendary Frogcast. This is a little mini-cast, um, because I have just played Metroid Prime on the Wii, on the Metroid Prime tr- trilogy, and I was feeling really nostalgic about it. So, um, and also, I wanted to test uh, Dustin's Skype recording program. So we decided just to do a little mini-cast here, and, uh, and talk about the first game in the Metroid Prime series. Hey, so if this doesn't work out, no one's really missing anything. Big deal. Um, so Metroid Prime. Metroid can't work in 3D. What the oh, crap? Oh, we've had examples of of uh, series transitioning to 3D not so well. Namely, the Sonic series comes to mind, but that's well, another podcast. This is a side-scrolling... Metroid is a side-scrolling game. Not a first-person shooter. And it's about exploration, not killing things. This, this is never going to work. I mean, the exploration about, like, a huge map and all that will not work in 3D. I'm telling you. It's right now. And then the game came out, and everybody was like, Whoa, man. I would put Metroid Prime up there with one of the most important games and, and like gaming history with like Mario 64, Zelda, and like Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, like Mario 64. Um, Metroid Prime is just fantastic. I mean, it, it, it's it's better looking than most games on other systems, still. Most Wii games don't look as good as Metroid Prime did on the GameCube. It's, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, um, this is, Metroid Prime was developed by an American company, uh, Retro Studios. They're based out of Texas. Yeah, they're in Texas, and, um, and they were working on a number of other projects, um, and they basically all got cancelled because of Metroid. Um, I remember, like, the first thing they showed was just, like, uh, like a real-time video of, of Samus and her, and her gunship firing at, like, a big alien. Um, so people weren't quite expecting, like, didn't quite know what to what to think of it. Um, did they know it was a first-person, like, first-person game at that point? Or, like, when did that come out here? Do you remember? Uh, I'm guessing shortly after they announced they were doing a new Metroid game that it was going to be a first-person game. Uh, but people knew from the very start. Pretty much. They announced, They also announced, a, at the same time, they announced a uh, 2D Metroid game, which for the uh, Game Boy Advance. Metroid, yeah. Metroid, uh, Metroid 4 at, at first, then it got renamed to Metroid Fusion. Um, yeah, like, Metroid just skipped the N64 um, generation. Like, there's nothing happened during it. Except, uh, except you know, appearing in Smash Brothers, but that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I think a lot of people kind of they didn't forget about Metroid, but they kind of got the impression that Nintendo didn't really care about the about the franchise anymore. That was probably because the creator um, was also the was also the same guy that did the the Virtual Boy. Yeah, the, uh, the Game Boy and the Virtual Boy um, was killed in a a car crash. Like I don't know when it was in relation. Uh, not, to- I think. About 99, I believe it was. Yeah, so, that was. so that was like a few years after Super Metroid. And um, I think just out of respect to him, um, they, and they never really pursued a sequel on the N64. 
Maybe that's 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 what I think. I'd like probably understand like Nintendo kind of politely put him in a corner in their office, and then basically forced him to quit. Yeah. So who knows about that? But for for whatever reason, there there was never a Metroid game on this before, and um, I think they they talked about this once and saying that. Like, the technology just wasn't there to do a Metroid game justice. Like, I think they wanted to make it a 3D game, not a, um, a platformer, and there's probably some... I, yeah, I can... I can't... Now that Metroid Prime... When Metroid Prime came out, there was no way it could have been on a, an N64. Um, originally, I think Metroid Prime was a third... Like, from a third-person perspective kind of like how a Gears of War is nowadays. Um, but I think they said that it just was, was a little bit too limiting in, you know, like, what you can see in your movement and all that. Um, so, Metroid Prime came out in 2002. November, November 18, 2002. Um, and it was a reason to own a GameCube. I mean, this game blew all the critics away. It, I think it's a I don't really know of anyone who said they don't like it, just be, because they think it's a bad game. It, um, it, there's no way it could have been. It was just, it was a game that showed what could be done with limited hardware. It the GameCube, the GameCube technically was a little bit less powerful than like the PS2 and the well, I mean Xbox, but. We'll tell you a different thing. I think in a, in a lot of ways the GameCube was more powerful than the PS2, but it was weaker in a lot of important areas. But that but didn't like, matter. And the Xbox just blew it away in almost everything. Um, but Metroid Prime looked better than most Xbox games, apparently. And, uh, the reason is is the art in this game is amazing. Like, the de- just the, all the details they put into the environment. Like, something I noticed, like, if you've ever, like, one of the small nuances you find it's like if you go through like if there's like dripping water or something and you walk through it you actually see droplets of water go down her visor yeah so the uh, quote unquote um, gimmick of this game is that you you were seeing through Samus's visor so it had like all the ammo and health and all the HUD stuff was kind of displayed on a visor that kind of moved around realistically when you, when you moved around and um and one of the things was, if you go under a waterfall, your your visor will get wet. If you get, if you if you shoot a little alien bug, then its guts will get all will get all over your uh, your screen and all that. And um, I remember, oh, and, and the coolest thing about the game is when you're in a dim a dimly lit area and a big flash goes off, then you see her reflection in your visor. Um, so the immersion in the game is is. It's fantastic because it's like almost almost everything in the game is, is like you're actually looking through Samus's visor. Yep. And like all the detail, like you said, like you walk through I mean, just a normal looking hallway. Like there's crumbled walls and there's like rocks and, and vines up the walls and, and all that stuff. And if that was done on the N64, you would probably just have a straight hallway with a crumbled brick and some 2D textured vines on the wall. I mean, it would, would have been nowhere as, as detailed. Um, so, of course, that was all on the GameCube. Um, a few weeks ago, they Nintendo 
released uh, Metroid Prime trilogy. Which uh, which was basically like a they kind of polished things up a bit and added uh, Metroid Prime Three style controls to all three games, to the previous two games. They um, did update a, a few other things in it. Um, they added bloom effect lighting, so in a few areas your your screen just glows like radiation because of all the other bloom lighting. Um, um, I did notice that some of the, uh, the scans were like the uh, dialogue was was changed a little bit. Um, most notably in in the original game, the space pirates knew about Metroid Prime. And they were looking to, to capture it, but in in this new version, um, they just know something's down there, but they don't know what it is. I think that was actually like in the European release or something, and they made that change. Um, that's another thing Metroid Prime did too. It 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 has a story, but you don't it's have all, it's, it's a, all. Yes, let me finish my thoughts. Uh. They they have a story, but it was um, all told through uh, like. Uh, logs and, and, and datas and ancient alien scripts and all that, and they had a few cutscenes, but um, it was just introduced boss fights mostly. Uh, you, if you wanted to, you could go through the game not knowing, not knowing at all what's going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's a pretty simple story, but it's it's a uh, one that's kind of subtle in what it's doing, like um, about how the space pirates found the phase on on. On Talon Four, and they're using it in their experiments. That, like, when you read all the data, you learn about their their successes and failures, and in using it to mutate their their troops. And you learn about the Ch- Ch- Chozo who were on that planet before them, um, how the medi- like a the meteorite crash and it poisoned their world with them um, with Phazon and all that. And you learn their struggles to contain it. And, Take care of it. Um, it. It's really the only Metroid Prime game that had a story that was completely told like that. Because in Metroid Prime Two, they kind of had you kind of had a guide, like uh, holding your hand, uh, telling you the story about what's going on. And uh, in Metroid Prime Three, has like actual characters and like uh, dialogues and all that. Um, but it, but but in the first one, it's it's all done through perception. Um, rather unique in that, because a lot of games... Was, I think it worked very well for the Metroid series. And yep. I kind of so, wish they had stuck with that, but, well... Well, it's kind of good that they moved on, because if you had three games of the same thing, I'm sure it would have got a little old. But since they kind of made each one a little different, I think that gives you a little a little variety to it. So perfectionists out there who wanted to get hundred percent not only had to collect all the items, but had to had to scan all of the logs and creatures and, and all that stuff. Which Joe I don't think Joey, did you ever do that? Or did you just let me do it? I just let you do it. I got I got eighty two percent on on this playthrough. I've 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 gotten a hundred I remember last time I played Metroid Prime, the last save I had was I had 100% on normal and 100% on hard. Do you use a guide at all? Uh, I used a guide on normal, like, the second time I got, second time through I played, but after that, I pretty much had the game memorized, so. Yeah, so, 
I thought I was really thorough trying to scan everything, but apparently I, I missed a few like pirate logs and all that. Yeah, there's a there's a few things in the game that you can miss and you can't go back to get them. So just a few, but I, that's mostly creatures, though, or, or is it actual log data? There's like one or two logs I think uh, that are uh, one-time only scans, like yeah, or limited uh, time. Yeah, I got 82% of of the stuff. I got like 75% of the items. Um, I didn't really play the game, meaning to collect everything and just kind of I happen to go by an area and, and, and hear the, oh look, there's a secret sound nearby. And I just took my time to, to find everyone I could. Um, the there, There's one thing I don't like about Metroid Prime games, and that's usually happens near the end of the game where they say, okay, you found all the areas, but guess what? You need to find 12 secret items that we that we hid in random locations. Now go find them. Yeah. The MacGuffin hunt, if you will. Yeah, and um, it's not too bad, but um, there's like definitely times where I had to walk across the the world to get to one location. But I did discover that if you if you planned out your routes well, like your um, your routes you were going to take, uh, you can backtrack well pretty easily. Just if, like just if you know like the right elevators to take and all that stuff. And you don't. And you can actually start getting the artifacts before mm-hmm. that you know about them. Yeah, at this one I actually got I got a few artifacts before I even got to the end of the game just because I remembered where they were. You don't even need to go to the little area until the end of the game. At all. You don't need to go to that little in-game area at all until the end of the game if you know where the artifacts are. One thing I remember a lot about Metroid Prime and and they're still good, but they're but they're not quite as good as they were as the boss fights. Um, Metroid Prime had some pretty pretty cool boss fights, and uh, like that uh, giant rock guy. Yeah, I have, I have a giant rock monster, and I have um, like the uh, big uh, space pirate, uh, Omega pirate, and like Ridley. And um, I don't think the fights have aged aged that well. I think. They were like really good at the time, but like over the years, people have done like better ones because these seem pretty straightforward. But they're definitely um, one of the highlights of the game. And the music, I I think we have to mention the music. Was all the music done by the original the original composer, or um, did they have guys at Retro doing that? No, I think it was the original composer that did it. Well, not not. Uh, I mean, I think it was the Super Metroid composer, but. Yeah, um, music's, music's really good and uh, atmospheric. Uh, it has some Super Metroid music in there too. Like in the Magmore Caverns is a is a lava music from, from from Super Metroid. I can't really think of anything really negative to say about Metroid Prime, other than if you get lost if you get lost easily, um, it, it's easy to get confused about where you have to go. And the hint system isn't really all that helpful. Oh, the hint system, I think, is exactly what it needs to be. It tells you the direction to go. Like It's not like in Metroid Fusion where it, it drew a line like, through mean, the maps. It pre- yeah, Metroid Fusion, you are pretty much on a rail. Mm-hmm. Um, Metroid Prime 2 was worse in the backtracking area, but 
That's for another podcast. And so what we're going to do is uh, I'm playing through the Metroid Prime trilogy for Wii, and uh, each time I beat one, we'll, we'll do a little retrospective on it um, and do a little mini-cast. Is there anything else you can think about Metroid Prime that just stands out? Mm. Uh, oh, yeah, it had that thing where you could connect to the Game Boy Advance for, and get unlock, like, extras. Oh, yeah, so if you, for some reason, bought that on Game Boy Advance link cable, you could get the original Metroid on the Game Boy Advance, and you can get the Fusion Suit Metroid Prime. Let's talk about the original Metroid for a bit, for a second. Ah, uh, the original Metroid. I, I want to say it that I don't think it's a very good game anymore. It, it, it has not, it did not age well at all. I think just the fact that it doesn't have a map. Yeah, like... you had to, no, that, the thing about that game, you had to draw your own map. You had to get out some, you actually had to get out some graph paper and mark, and you know, just basically be a little amateur cartographer. And there's, and there's some areas where you had to find secret passages in the wall, but there's no indication that there was a secret passage, so you just had to bomb every inch of a room. And like, you didn't even know if there was anything there. It could be an empty room, but you don't know. Yeah, and oh, no saves. You had to, you actually had to write down a password. Imagine if they still had passwords. What? Actually, I think some like a, a Game Boy Advance game still have, it still had passwords even at the end of its life cycle. But nothing, yeah, but not like Metroid Prime had like a, I mean, for its time, it was average, an average password length. Yeah, like in the angry video game nerd territory like whenever there's a bad password system you, you always hear him go what the crap is with this password system you have lowercase uppercase letters numbers symbols happy faces yeah at least with metroid prime you ha- all you had was well you had you didn't there's have one password you needed and that was uh justin bailey yeah which uh actually read up on that um like people aren't sure if that was just a random coincidence if, if that if, if that word was a password or if it was hardwired in there with a... actually from what I, actually they recent uh, not too long ago someone actually fully cracked the uh, Metroid password system and found out that Justin Bailey is random it is it, just a couple one of the it's just a combo of English words that actually fits in the password system there's actually only one password that's ever hard-coded in the system, and that's uh, the one that's like Narpa's sword. Yeah, I think I read about that, too. Um, it would be funny in uh, another round if uh, they, have a, they have a character named uh, Justin Bailey. That would be kind of funny. be a nice inside joke. Yeah. But... Okay, so what we'll do is we talk about Metroid. This one, the next one, we'll talk about Metroid 2, and then we'll talk about Super Metroid in the, in the next cast. Mm. Sounds good. Yeah, but original Metroid, uh, Ridley and Craid. That's another thing. Craid never, um, Craid never made a appearance in any of the Metroid Prime games. Though apparently he, he's supposed. Rumor has it he's going to appear in the uh, Team Ninja game. Wouldn't doubt it. Um, I saw a, I don't know if it was concept art or a, or a screenshot of Craid in Metroid Prime, but uh, apparently he got cut. Because of, of time reasons or something, I'm not really sure. Oh well. But like, it I'm might su- have been. I'm just surprised they. 
and they never put him in, in one of the other games. So I figured that would be like a just another fan service moment. No, he does appear in uh, Melee. Smash Brothers, yeah. As a playable character. Yeah, really. No, he's background guy. He makes the stage spin like a jerk. Alright, well, I think we've just about done all we can with this path. Yeah, so, so uh, if you, if you've never played Metroid Prime, like any of the Metroid, excuse me, many of the Metroid Prime games, I definitely recommend picking up the trilogy for the Wii. And um, I think even if you have, it'll, it's, it'll be worth, uh, worth looking at because it, it, it made the first game so much better, I think, with that new control. It was, it was a lot easier to navigate, a lot easier to attack things. And I don't know if they made the game easier, but, like, I went through the entire thing without dying once. So I don't know if, if that's saying I'm awesome or they just, or, like, new controls made it easier. But I, I, I like to think that I'm just an awesome, you know, do you agree with me, Dustin? You're awesome. I, I am awesome. All right. Thank you for listening. Well, hopefully this uh, Skype thing worked, and uh, we'll be back in probably a couple of weeks with uh, Metroid Prime. Two of our, with, our, with episode two of Metroid Prime Trilogy. See you later. See ya.